All right, welcome to the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Jay. Welcome you back to another season of great football. Well, it's Monday, and it's reaction time. And I really thought I would take a moment to just talk a little bit about the National Football League season. Week one, majority of games outside of Baltimore Raiders in the books, and some quick hot takes and some, some rants. I thought I would uh, just take a minute to talk about some of the games that happened. Let's let's talk about the 800-pound elephant in the room. The Buffalo Bills lost a game that I really thought that they would be able to pull out. I thought it would be a close game, but again, uh, the Bills just did not play well. They lost 23-16 to to the Steelers. And not to take anything away from the Steelers, their defense and T.J. Watt and company play good. Mike Tomlin, he's a good coach. And Ben Roethlisberger, as clunky as he may be, he finds ways to win games and he had his work cut out for him. He, you know, again, he fumbled the ball and um, you know, he, he threw some bad passes as well, but there were some really, really great catches that were made in this football game. And uh, again, Buffalo went into the half winning by 10 and, and I didn't feel comfortable with a 10 point lead. Uh, they just did not look convincing. And the hype machine that was in Buffalo this past week, month, uh, from the championship, you know, people talking Super Bowl, people talking MVP, people talking everything. You know what? Uh, I think that uh, the Bills were a little intoxicated um, and their head was swollen to to a very big degree. And I think they took this game a little bit lighter than they should have. You're not just going to show up on a Sunday and win a game. And you laid an egg in front of your home fans, and that's just unacceptable. Now, we're going to lose games, okay? And there's no question about it. We have a tough schedule this year. But the way that we lose this game really bothers me. Again, Josh Allen, not accurate at all. He loaded up the pass, really didn't show that they were going to put out any kind of run game whatsoever. And how do you fix that going forward? How do you fix that going into the Dolphins game next week? Because, again, no one's going to take Devin Singletary seriously. You didn't see any Matt Breda. Zach Moss didn't even dress. And there's just so much to that. Again, you do not want your franchise quarterback tucking the ball and running. Because, again, sure, he's, he's gifted. He's a big guy. But injuries happen. And you are just rolling the dice every time he runs into that secondary. And he is going to get popped and hurt. And I really don't want to watch Mitch Trubisky the rest of the season. Okay? Let, let's just put that on the table. Mitchie Biscuits might be a great guy to fill in in some garbage time. He might be good for one game. I don't want to see him for the rest of the year. Let's put that out there. Everybody now wants to fire Dable again. They loved Dable last year. Dable was the greatest thing since sliced bread, but now they want to fire him because we have one bad game. This was a week that the fans were back in the stands and the preseason was over. And everything that they worked on in, 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 the, in the plan had to come to fruition. And I'll tell you what, it didn't happen. Defense had some, some good points, had some bad points. The penalties, got to clean that up. The penalties have to be cleaned up quickly because, again, the pass interferences and the holdings, again, it killed us. But Josh Allen's pocket broke down a lot. He was forced to move up in the pocket and throw. Passes weren't clean. They weren't crisp. And again, when you have two high safeties, why are you throwing a bomb? 
Why are you throwing the ball down the field trying to beat him? Because you're Josh Allen? Stop it. Just stop it right now, Josh. This, this team has to develop a cohesive running game. And they didn't do anything in the offseason but pick up Matt Breda. But they have to change the game plan where they have to go out and they have to develop the run. Because I'm going into a pass defense if I'm the Dolphins next week, for sure. And I'm going to say, beat me with your arm, Josh Allen, because you didn't look like you could. So it's one game. But again, if you start to see a two, three game pattern where this is the same kind of thing, problems. So that's all I'm saying about the Bills. I'm not jumping off the Bills bandwagon. I'm not saying fire anybody. I'm saying you laid an egg. You're a little bit intoxicated from all the Super Bowl MVP talk. Now it's time to get to work. Now it's time to get going. But again, week one was kind of a weird week. At least I think it was. Uh, you look at some of the other games. Um, and, and the Bengals. The Bengals beat the, the Vikings. And again, I didn't think the, the Bengals were going to win this game. I thought the Vikings were going to win. It was a close game. It came down to a field goal. Jamar Chase, this just in. Yeah, he can catch. And I think it's pretty cool. Um, you know, a lot of people in the preseason were, were jumping on uh, Chase for, for dropping balls. Well, you know what? When it mattered, he made the catches. And Joe Burrow looked pretty good getting the ball out there. And, um, again, if that offensive line can hold up, which it seemed like it did decently, they might be okay. They might be in the, in the middle of the pack. So more time to tell. 49ers. They handled the Lions. I mean, the Lions, listen, Dan Campbell, hats off to him. That team came back. Jared Goff, again, not a big fan of Jared Goff. But, again, 41-33, to 33, they came back in this game. And, and, again, they just ran out of time. And every time they made a play, uh, they needed another big play behind it. And they couldn't do it. Uh, but some great things we've seen from that team. Um, and, again, defensively and offensively. Uh, but the Niners look good. And, you know, Trey Lance jumped in, whoop de doo You know, he did his gadget play. And you're seeing a couple other teams that have that rookie do that gadget-type play stuff. And uh, you wonder. Uh, Jimmy G looked pretty good. I mean, uh, again, th that's a good team. Cardinals, listen, I, I, I made the pick in my fantasy league to pick Kyler Murray. Three overall. Left CMC on the table, which, by the way, he had a phenomenal game. Big surprise. Uh, but Kyler Murray had a great game. And, and they beat up on the Titans. And the Titans were in the Super Bowl AFC Championship conversation, not to say that they still won't be. Again, it's one game, so let's not jump to conclusions. But you look at this team, and you look at the way Kyler Murray handled himself, D. Hopkins, Christian Kirk, this team did well. <laughs> Chandler Jones on defense, he was an animal. Ryan Tannehill got ragdolled by this Cardinals defense. And again, they've got to regroup. They, they just do. Um, the Cardinals are for real. They have got weapons offensively and defensively, and Kyler Murray can beat you with his arm, and he definitely can beat you with his feet. So good things to happen for the Cardinals in a division that is very tough. The Rams won. The Niners won. The Cardinals got to stay pace. Uh, so this was a really good win for them. And um, you look at some of the other games, and uh, – <laughs> The Panthers-Jets. And that was a game that I talked about earlier. And I was like, you know what? This is a game that I thought was going to be interesting. And it was. Uh, Panthers won 19-14. Uh, flashes of brilliance by Zach Wilson. 
and uh, Corey Davis. Um, good connection between those two guys. Seemed like they had it going on. Uh, Sam Darnold and the CMC show uh, as advertised. And Sam Darnold didn't look like Joe Montana. He wasn't MVP, but he got the job done. And you look at w- with what this team has on the table. Robbie Anderson you know, and Sam Darnold had that connection. CMC running and catching all over the field. Uh, defensively, they did what they had to do. Um, so the Panthers, again, I expected them to win. They did win. Uh, but it was a close game, a very entertaining game. Texans beat the Jags. The big green teal Jaguar team that was hyped up all year. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He lost. Had a good game. Had it better than I thought he would do. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Texans to Rod Taylor. Yeah, he got it done. This team did well. And again, I think that nobody talked about the Texans. Everybody, including myself, had the Texans dead on the side of the road. And Tyrod Taylor's like, you know what? No, we're, we're not going to go away quietly into the night. You're in our house. I know there's been all this speculation about Deshaun Watson. We don't care about him right now. We want to win. And the Jaguars, you know, basically were given the win because of the great, you know, hype machine that was out there. And, and you know what? They didn't. Um, Trevor Lawrence did show that uh, he's a decent quarterback, and uh, we'll see. But losing to the Texans isn't really a good look for you, I'm not going to lie. And uh, if you're Urban Meyer, you you really have to um, erase that from your players' minds. You have to have a short memory in week number one, at least in my opinion, because losing to the Texans, I don't think they're going to win a ton of games, but who knows? You know, like I said, uh, to say that Tyron Taylor is the – the deciding factor. Listen, they had Deshaun Watson, and when Deshaun Watson was playing, this guy would carry the team on his back. So I don't think that, um, you know, Tyrod Taylor is the uh, the monster factor. I just think that, um, again, everybody thought the Jaguars were going to win, including the Jaguars, and they lost. Browns and the Chiefs, I'm not even going to talk about this game except for the fact that uh, I hate them. I hate the Chiefs. Uh, the Browns lost like only the Browns can do. Uh, you know, they look good, and, and you thought they were going to do it, but you left the door open for Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill. And, again, I think the Browns showed that they had a lot of moxie in this game. But, again, winning the game at the end is the most important part, and the Browns showed that they still can't figure that out, and that's going to hinder them all year long. Dolphins of the Patriots, Tua Tagliavea, winning against the Patriots. And when you look at this team, and, and Mac Jones, again, put up 250-plus, looked good. Uh, but a fumble uh, was the deciding factor in this football game. So the, the undefeated Miami Dolphins. And again, Tua, you know, he ran a ball in. He threw some stuff. But again, it was low-end Tua time. That's really what it was. And, you know, the Patriots um, showed a lot of good things as well. But again... They are 0-1 going there. And again, we talked about uh, you know, it being week one. The Packers just did not show up. The Packers had a horrible game. Jameis Winston had a phenomenal game. And, and, and that's really the thing that I think some of these teams are coming into the season and they are just so, their heads are so swollen because everybody's talking up the hype machine. The last dance, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Jones, all they got to do is show up. This just in. 
That's why they play the game. And the Saints proved it. Kamara, hey, guess what? He's good. And Winston can throw the ball. And he's going to get interceptions. He's going to make mistakes. And this team threw the ball around to multiple targets. And uh, they did well. They stopped him offensively and defensively. Aaron Rodgers made some horrible plays. And after one week, you already hear the coach and Rodgers at odds because he said we were embarrassed. And Rodgers is, you know, already defending. Oh, I was going to, I'll use a different word. But it is week one. And Aaron Rodgers was the first one to say it. We got 16 more games to load up. And we have no one to blame but ourselves. And it's a wake-up call for the Packers. It's a wake-up call for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that's just it. It's, it's a, it's a wake-up call for the Jaguars. I mean, again, I'm not expecting the Jaguars to go to the Super Bowl, but it was a game that they thought they were going to win. The Rams, this just in, they're good too. Matt Stafford, is he the straw that stirs the drink? Well, he showed very good in this game. And you know what? The Bears' front four uh, looked good as well. The run game is something that the Rams are going to have to fix. Uh, didn't look horrible, but didn't look great. Uh, Cam Akers back there would have been a nice, a, a nice look for them, but again, they don't have it. Um, and the Bears' situation with Andy Dalton, I mean, everybody in the league is talking about it, and I don't know why Nagy is any different. Um, the Red Rocket was in there, and he didn't look bad, but that's Andy Dalton, and that's the thing that people have to keep you know, in their head. The Red Rocket can play football. But when it matters most, the Red Rocket fails. He's going to give you an, uh, an average performance, sometimes a little bit above that bar. But for the most part, he's not. And he's not going to win you the big games, and that's why he is a backup quarterback. Now, he's starting right now, and, and when Fields came in, the team really adjusted. The team really played a different style. They want to play for Fields. They don't want to play for Dalton. Dalton's a nice guy, but nice guys finish last. And the Bears are going to figure that out real quickly because, again, Andy Dalton's going to keep you kind of in the game, and then when it matters most, he's going to pull a Baker and, 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 and fall apart. And I say Baker Mayfield and Andy Dalton because Baker Mayfield reminds me of an Andy Dalton. Throughout a game, he's going to maintain a level. He's going to play a certain way, but when, when it matters most, he doesn't show up. And I think that's why that they haven't paid Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying that they won't. But again, he lacks that over-the-top, that it factor. Now, this is a bad week to talk about Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, but when the chips are down, these two guys rally up and make that the difference. And I think Baker lacks that. And Andy Dalton, we've seen that so many times. We've seen that all the time. The Broncos... Broncos are good. They lost Jared Judy probably for the year. That, that ankle injury, we'll find out today. Um, that's a tough loss because Jerry Judy's a big portion of that team. K.J. Hamler, what a big, big drop he had. But again, they won. And Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, a great one-two combination. Teddy Bridgewater game-managed the situation like he always does. And then you look at the Giants and Danny Dimes. And Danny Dimes, again, plays good. Then he usually has one or two missteps, and they're big ones. And again, he had it again in this game. Does Danny Dimes 
Daniel Jones, D-Money, does he have enough in the tank to take it to the next level? I don't think he does. That's just my opinion. I'm hoping I'm wrong for Giants fans. Uh, Saquon Barkley making some great catches, doing what he can do. Played more than I thought he was going to play. But again, brutal performance on their part again. Sterling Shepard had some great catches. Uh, Kenny Galladay had some great catches. But again, they fell short again in a division that is going to be very, very competitive. So, you know, you look at the league and you want to ask yourself the question, like, what next? What do you do for week two? How do you plan? You you have to have a short memory. You have to remember that. The Eagles, you know, everybody was talking about Jalen Hurts not being the number one guy, not being the number one guy. And, you know, they faced the Falcons team uh, that has some flashes of brilliance. Calvin Ridley, Matty Ice, Mike Davis. And it's interesting because, again, the, the Eagles fired on all cylinders. Jalen Hurts looked good. Miles Sanders looked good. Slim Reaper looked good. Defense looked good. And they won 32-6. to six. They waxed the Falcons. And there's a lot of people that say, you know what, the Falcons just lack it. They lack the it factor. The Eagles showed it, and they brought it. You know, the Cowboys are going to be competitive this year. You've seen it in the Bucks game. It was a good game. Eagles look like they're going to be able to play well. When you look over to the Redskins for the Washington football team, they lost Fitzmagic probably for a month, if not the year. Tyler Heineke, Tyler Heineke. They're going to look inward. And there's talk about Cam Newton coming out of free agency. Ron Rivera knows what Cam Newton's all about. He's seen that story. He's watched that movie a couple times. And I don't know if Ron Rivera is is naturally just going to say, oh, yeah, let's just bring Cam Newton in. Not saying he won't, but I don't know. If they're going to look inward, that's not the obvious choice. So all the Cam Newton truthers out there that think that he is the next greatest thing, he's still not picked up. And the more the seasons go on and the more the injuries pile up, yeah, he'll probably find a team. But again, they're not looking for him right now. Justin Herbert, he's good. And the sophomore slump, I don't know. He faced off against the Washington football team's top defense, and that front four is nasty. Chase Young is no joke. Montez Sweat is no joke. And and you know what? He did really well. And the Chargers looked good. Eckler looked good. Keenan Allen looked good. Herbert looked good. Defense looked good. So the Chargers have got to, again, they've got to keep pace. The Broncos won. Okay. The Chiefs, big surprise, they won. So, again, you know, you look at the, where the Chargers are. They have to, to play well. The Washington football team, people are talking about the Washington football team taking the division. Fitzmagic didn't look too good in preseason, okay? And, and that kind of set off an alarm bell for me. And I'm a big Fitzmagic fan. I really love this guy on and off the field. But he's getting long in the tooth. And maybe that beard is weighing him down. I don't know. But he is out right now. And Tyler Heineke is going to have to to get it going. What does that mean for Terry McLaurin fans? What does it mean for Antonio Gibson fans or Logan Paul? Logan Thomas, not Logan Paul. Sorry. Uh, But what does it mean for those guys? Well, probably, um, you know, it's going to be a change of offense. 
and this team is going to rally because again, it's it's week one. They took a loss. They they've got to turn around and go after it. So we'll see what happens. See what the Heineke show has to bring. When you look at some of the other things that happened, the Seattle Seahawks again not giving any love. Everybody, you know, talking about the Colts and Frank Reich and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz didn't show up again. And and Frank Reich is going to have to turn the page and assess the Carson Wentz situation right here, right now. The Seahawks, Chris Carson looked good. Tyler Lockett looked good. DK Metcalf looked good. Russell Wilson looked good. And and you know what? It's It's just that simple. We're making big noise. In the media, they went out there. They just kind of said, hey, we're going to play our game. And on the road, they did well. They beat the Colts in their own house. And their wide receiver situation and quarterback situation is suspect, in my opinion. Ty Hilton's not playing. Zach Pascal and, and, and you know, uh, Michael Pittman. It, it's just, it, it's not wow factor. It's not that, that oh, we got to really, really look at it. They look at Jonathan Taylor, and they're going to stack the box against Jonathan Taylor, and they're going to say, Carson Wentz beat me with your arm. And I don't know if, if that's going to be the case. Again, it's week one, so let's not over overanalyze or overjump this. Um, it was great to watch football. It sucked that my Bills lost. It sucked that my fantasy team lost. Didn't win any football pools. Yeah. But you know what? Football was on. And for those of you who had the opportunity to sit in front of the TV and watch some football or go to a game, kudos. For the fans who were out there, hopefully your team won. Hopefully you were able to scream and have a good time. But there's a lot of football to be played. And I think that you guys should take a look at that and say, hey, just like my fantasy team, got to go back to the drawing board. You know, I I looked at my team, and I was happy with a lot of it. My Kyler Murray pick, I'm super excited about it. Because, again, I, I picked him over CMC, and CMC had a, a phenomenal game. And, and I knew he would. I just didn't want him on my team. And I believe enough in Kyler Murray. And you know what? Week one, he passed the test. If I had to put him up against Aaron Rodgers and, and Josh Allen for week one, Kyler Murray wins the day. You look at you know some of the other players. Jamar Chase. I bought the hype, or I, I bought the, the, the media scrutiny of, of Jamar Chase, not catching balls in the preseason. And I benched him. And he went off. He had a good game. I think seven tar- seven targets, five catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Started Marquez Callaway. One catch, 14 yards. Again, I believed in the preseason and in training camp that Marquez Callaway was the great guy. Not to say that he's not going to rebound in next week and play well. But Jamar Chase was a guy I believed in. Jamar Chase is a guy that I drafted, and I benched him because I listened to other people. Didn't go with my gut. So as, as, a, as a fantasy owner, I probably have to make a change. As a fantasy owner, I have to call an audible. I mean, hell, Jalen Rager and Christian Kirk did better than, than my players. So I lost my game, could have won my game if I would have made the right decisions. But as a GM, you learn from your mistakes. And we, we look at the teams that are out there, and you know what? We say, okay, this is what I got to do. And that's exactly what all these NFL teams have to do. Have a short memory and get back into it. Don't play the victim. Don't cry. Okay? 
as a preview as we close out this podcast, um, we're looking at the the Ravens and the Raiders. And, you know, the Ravens have been slapped up with injuries. Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins and another running back that I can't think of his name at the moment. Um, again, they're playing the Raiders, Johnny Gruden, uh, his team, Derek Carr. And both of these teams really haven't been talked about much in the offseason. Uh, the Raiders in their own house, it should be a great game. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to have to carry the Ravens. Uh, and hopefully Le'Veon Bell, who's going to be starting, uh, is going to have to um, to do some things. And uh, I look for the Raiders to win that game, but I don't expect it to be a blowout. Defense is going to reign supreme in this one, and the Ravens' defense is going to have to get to Derek Carr and really force those plays. And uh, if they can do that, then they'll have a chance. Lamar Jackson is going to be targeted. He's the main guy there, and from fantasy owners, uh, it's a good situation. But, again, it's not, uh, it's not rocket science. Stop Lamar Jackson and let the defense do their thing, and they could win that game. John Gruden loves trick plays. Monday night is his jam, so... We'll see. That's all the time I got for now. Hopefully you liked what you heard. If you did, hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends, tell your family. It's all about the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. I'm your commish. Out.